Yo, yo, I go by the name of the almighty Soul Blaze, and y'all tuning in to Crush A Lot Podcast, word, uh, welcome to the Crush A Lot Show, where we celebrate and educate our hip-hop, all about flow, but on the culture and the things that we know, war raps, throw beats on the forefront, that's bound to just blow, your mind into the breeze, one-on-one, send into cheese, the hip-hop scholar dropping knowledge like it's degrees, voice heard across seas when they building on facts, Wise words from Sir Love, they bring it on back. Everything is on wax for the hip hop leaders. Crush a lot, the first lady introducing Kalina. Break down your favorite bangers, only dope permitted. Represent the five boroughs where the dope is living. Only the real we give it, everything else is irrelevant. Crush a lot with hip hop, live like a settlement. Take it like an ailment, it's food for the soul. Crush a lot, you're tuning in, now you're all in the zone. World. Welcome back, Crush A Lot Podcast. I'm your boy Cheese, and I'm excited. I'm percolating because I did not think two years ago when this podcast started that I would we would get to this point. Um, it we, it took a while, but we are here with an amazing guest. But as always, the bodyguard. Of the Crush Lab podcast, keeping me safe all the way from Miami. Kalina, Kalina, how are you? I'm doing good. I'm a little bit sick, but I'm happy that um, Vic could be on the show. So if you hear me sniffling, please don't assume that it's anything else other than the sniffles. That's it. That's all it is. We will not confirm or Miami, deny. But that's it. We will not confirm or deny any rumors about the sniffles, <laughs> and we will not edit them in. Uh, if someone could keep track of all the sniffles and let us know the number, we'll get some swag for you uh, mailed out uh, for sure. Uh, but this is not about us. This is definitely about our guest, one of the illest MCs right now, definitely in Chicago. Yeah, I said that. Anybody, you could DM me if you have something different to say about that. Um, they shouldn't though. They no, they, they shouldn't. shouldn't. I mean, I, I, it's yeah. After today, it definitely is Vic Spencer. Vic Spencer is in. The house, Vic. How are you? What's happening? How y'all doing, man? How y'all doing? We the we, only Vic we acknowledge. The only Vic <laughs> we acknowledge. It is reserved for you. Uh, thank you for being on the show. There's so much to talk about. Um, me and Kalina definitely a big fan. Shout out to Sir Love Day as well, who's a part of the show. Where to begin? Ghostface. Mm-hmm. Ghostface. Yeah. You you're crazy on it. Yeah, How did that happen? Was it Big Ghost who reached out? Was it Ghost with his other people? How was that process? Um, and then you well, met him. Yeah. Well, well, I knew it was a lot of I knew it was a lot of people. Uh, just like automatically assuming that uh, Big Ghost was the guy that reached out to me, but it, it happened to be M80. M80 is uh you know real close to all of the Wu Tang guys. So he just happened to reach out to me. And I was like, oh, shit, you know, I'm going to stop what I'm doing and then go drop them bars down. And I went forward my verse. And then I hit him back. And then, like, maybe, like, about eight hours later, he's like, yo, your verse is dope. We got Sheik Lucha on it, too. I'm like, oh, it's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Ever since then, I haven't let it catch up to me until it came out. Then it kind of finally hit me, like, hey, I'm on the album with Ghostface. Even when I met him. 
it's like wow you know what i'm saying that's why i say in the song this shit so exclusive big ghost ain't see it coming because big ghost didn't even know that i was <laughs> that i was picked to be on the joint so i made sure i said that so when he heard it's like ah. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's an amazing process where you might be putting down some verses or some tracks for someone, but you don't know if you're going to be in the finished product. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's a, like an yeah, amazing I thing. I re- yeah, I really didn't know. I, that's why I just let it, like, soaked it in, didn't soak it in until it finally released. released. And I was like, oh, wow, it's crazy. Well, congratulations. Well deserved. I know me and Kalina were are big fans of, of Ghostface, so we know. If he's co-signing things, we know that's a legit thing. Um, yeah. So definitely is a... And then you have a track that's like... Definitely like a rock influence track. And I was like, yeah, yeah that's a that's a Vic track. Yeah, I could definitely see Vic uh, ripping yeah, yeah, that one yeah. up. Yeah, you know, I, you know, I'm real versatile. You know, it was, it was a great uh, segue to show my versatility. And, you know, I was ready for that. That was a grand opportunity to be ready for. Kalina. I'm glad that you mentioned that. I think you're super versatile, but I also think that out of a lot of artists, I think you're also really, you know, down to earth. And I think that's what your appeal is to a lot of people. You know, I don't really Mm -hmm. see you being out of your element, out of your character, out of who you really are. So to me, when I hear your music, when I hear what you're saying, you know, it just, it's really good. So, I'm very happy that you got put on. You're on that gold Well deserved. Well deserved. And how's that uh, coochie nectar doing? (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't going to go by without saying you had a a great track with uh, Chris Crack. Chris Crack, yeah, you and Chris Crack. You guys together. Yeah. That is a good, good fucking duo you guys are really good together Anything absolutely you guys i agree good totally agree yeah me and little bro we stay working you know that's one thing i admire about crack he works just as hard as me and he takes it very serious and you know the chemistry is 100 percent. we're in the studio today with uh with tree so we you know we, we're working on our third and fourth projects right now so we you just working like you know that's incredible good. you gotta effort. let us know you gotta let us know i gotta hear that it's really uh, good when you guys are together exclusives exclusives <laughs> somehow when they release a project i have less money in my bank account so don't be dropping <laughs> so much stuff i can't keep up um one of the interesting yeah. you did re- one of the interesting things you've done recently um that really caught my eye for a lot of reasons on the show, I really do go into a lot of like the business aspect of stuff. I know it makes some of the artists uncomfortable, but just compared to when when I was younger and, and understood it to where now, where where artists like you are really taking control of how you sell your music and and really eliminating the middleman. Yeah, saying that, yeah. I need to send you twenty bucks through the PayPal. Um, ah. to get the album. How did you come up with this idea? I'm like, yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna do it this way. I'm not. This is just for the people who really, really want it. What was your thought process with all of that? I had the album already done. Like I was working on this album for about a year now, and I was just trying to figure out a way to release it. And I was, I had sat back for like a week 
pondering about how I was going to go about doing so without it interfering with, uh, you know, I had recently just dropped Duffel of Gems and I also dropped the Spencer for Hire collab with Sunny Gem. So I was trying to do something different out of the norm and also outside of what I've already released this year. And I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to target my fans. You know, I want to see where my people are really at. And um, I want to have one-on-one dialogue with with my fans. This, this is the grand opportunity to do so. So I kept on thinking about how much that meant to me as an artist, like being connected with my my fans and, you know, uh, really connecting with people on a on an exclusive level to where those people have the access to the album like just like i have access to the album i wanted people to be like basically chilling in my living room basically you know that's like the that's like the kind of persona i gave with this uh a smile kill my demons album and it's, it's you know very rare that i would uh just drop something out of the blue like that it's already mixed and recorded and everything is ready to go and I got several albums like that. And so now it's like, I have to I have to start thinking about how I'm going to give this music out to the people, not do it on a uh, normal level. You know, back in the day, we had LimeWire. We had stuff that we did illegally to get the music that we wanted and listen to it as many times as we want to. I think we just got lazy as, you know, as, as everybody, everybody got lazy. You know what I'm saying? The streaming kind of took over that. So when I eliminate the middleman, you know, you think about that aspect as well. I remember buying blank CDs just to go and lime wire hella songs and make a play in my in my CD. That meant and CD, seeking it to the album, seeking it to the iPod. All of those things kind of mattered when I dropped this uh, Smiles Kill My Demons because I wanted that same process to be revisited in the game. I think that, you know, streaming kind of, you know, hindered us, you know, really finding and treasuring the music that we love as individuals. So I want to kind of bring that all together. You, you sound like Kalina. That is Kalina's point of view. Like, buy the stuff, own it, because when you put, mm-hmm. when you invest real money into it, you just listen to it differently, mm-hmm. and yeah. I, I have like yeah, absolutely. I have the Wu Tang album in almost every single format. That as technology and music evolves, so I had a cassette, CD, mini disc. I have the mini disc, and I won't get rid of it. And I want it in my grave, because um, I don't know who else has mini disc Wu Tang um, mm-hmm. albums, but I have them. And if I, mm. if I if I knew I was going to say that comment, I will pull it out and show it. Um, <laughs> I'll put it on Instagram. Um, I might actually give it to Money Miz. Um, Money Miz, is a, I know, will take care of it. Um, Miz, what up? Yeah, Money Miz is the man. Um, he's going to be on the show, too. So it's an interesting thing where I'm like, this is an interesting way to deliver content straight from the artist, straight to the fan, no middle. Um, and that was an interesting um, and well-appreciated uh, thought process. Uh, Kalina yeah. in the red with the red tan and the guns. Yeah, I know, and the I got guns. To out today. I know. I look diesel today. You look diesel. You know, out of all the things that I could have thought of to ask you, I really wanted to know, like, if you could do one thing over 
in your career as far as music is concerned like is there anything that you would re redo you know what i'm saying is there anything that you will go back on and be like oh well i could have done better at this or i could have done this maybe to make yourself better as an MC, as an artist, as a person, is there anything that you could do over? My first album. <laughs> my very first album. I wish I could do my very first <laughs> album over. It was called Vix Magorium Hip Hop's Emporium. And <laughs> it was produced entirely by Nez and Rio, who has, you know, ties with TDE. But before. <laughs> We before that we were all in this group called Brainiac Society that knowledge from kids in the hall kind of curated, and um and I did a whole album with them and I was terrible like I don't think I was lyrically ready for for that you know what I mean I think that they were understanding where I was trying to go especially knowledge he was definitely like I get it Vic so I'm on you know I'm I'm with it. But, you know, I look, go back and listen to that stuff. It's like, I could have took way better advantage of that. And, you know, all those great beats. And I had Vic Mensa on, tons of records. And, you know, I was, I, you know, I was, I could have took better advantage of, uh, of my situation that I had uh, with Brainiac Society. I think I was uh, overly confident, you know what I mean? And I don't think the bars match that confidence level. You know what I mean? But the beats did. I always had an ear for beats. And, and yeah, that's why I You have an eclectic mix. Like, you play around. You have different sounds. And almost every album sounds very different from one Yeah, which is good. It's it's refreshing. I don't really like to... A lot of people stick to the same format because it's usually safer for them. But... In your case, you always want to try different things, and that's always good. It's always good for the ear. Always good. I would, yeah, I, I think my voice right. I think my voice is good on a lot of different things, like a lot of different beats. That's why I always experiment. Not, uh, it's not so much of an experiment, but it's so much of me being able to provide myself on these different types of beats and stuff like that. Um, we recently had Stu Bangers on the show. And we asked him if there was an artist that he wanted to work with. And the first thing that came to his head was Vic Spencer. He's like, he said, I just finished working with him or something along like the project. So a project was coming along. I don't know if it was a track or an EP. I don't know. He wasn't specific. He held it close to his chest. But he was like, he's never heard anyone (laughs) like, like that blows him away as much as Vic, where he feels like, even in his productions, like I don't even know if my production is good enough for what he does, and for mm. a producer of his caliber, because we hold him in high regards, um, mm-hmm. was took a, at least took me back. Like, oh, I wasn't surprised mm. by it, but it was more like the compliment was was really good there. How was that? What's how has it been working with Stu? What's your with what's you know how what's your experience with with him? Because he's he's a friend of the show. And I, mm-hmm. I really champion him because I really, I really admire him a lot. Yes, no, Stu is a good dude. Like you know, off bat, he had a real good relationship with Sean Price. So that's that right there stood stood out to me. You know what I mean? That was kind of one of the prime. Not besides, he's a dope ass producer. You know what I'm saying? That was one of the reasons that stood out as to why I would want to work with Stu Bangers. And, you know, he just got to, he challenged me to get back into my true boom bap 
Vic Spencer bars, you know what I mean? And that's what this album, we got a whole album, and um, it's crazy, you know I'm, what I'm saying? I'm going to be it's, broke. I'm going to be broke. I know it. It's, it's, <laughs> it's at its final stages right now. I think all of the recording is done, and um, it's crazy. I, I did a lot of uh, co-producing on this on this project. You know, uh, me and Stu Bangers go head to head with how things are supposed to sound. And he kind of lets me control uh, in the in the pre-production. And I'm, I'm like, oh, man, this is going to be great come post-production. Because now I get to have control over everything that comes about. So now I'm, you know, I'm in the driver's seat. You know what I'm saying? And then when we're, we're getting ready to do all of the mixing and mastering, I can really be the big I can really be the big dog behind the seats. So that's, you know, it's, it's beautiful, man. Me and Stu Bangers, man, it's it's coming. You know, that's all I got to say. It's a, it's it's crazy, too. It's crazy. I, I, I I'm happy for you guys. Yeah, definitely. And I wish people could see the video of our conversation. Yes, we were doing a video. You just get the audio. We got the video. The big smile on Vic's face as he's talking about this project. I know I'm going to be yeah. broke. I know... <laughs> press some press some vinyls please um and yeah we, we, we yeah we're working we're working on that the last time i talked to Stu, we were uh, talking about the broke. length of the album he's like man we i was thinking about doing 14 tracks but i think 10 is perfect for uh for the situation that we got and yeah so, so i was gonna go lock back in but now i was like nah, we got we got it you know what i'm saying i got some good features on it and it's crazy you know what I mean? Uh-huh. It's crazy how this all came about. And I recorded it very quick. It took me about, hmm, Stu probably can agree with this, probably about like three and a half months to record this entirely and get the features and so forth and so on. So, yeah. It was and the features. And the yeah. features. You guys were on it. Yeah. Yeah, it's I love crazy. you, man. He's real cool. He he said nothing but good things about you, so it made me happy when he did say that, and it did catch me off guard because you know, out of all the projects he could have said, I didn't think he would say, "Oh, Vic." But the way he talked about you, even before the music was, you know, we could agree that you're just cool. That he just wanted to work with you. Y'all were just cool. So yeah, we look forward yeah, to very that. good. That's I always work with people. You can always sense good energy from people. So. You know, I always pick up good vibes from from Stu. Stu is like one of those uh, anti heroes. You know what I'm saying? I'm an anti hero. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, so for sure. I, de- I definitely, I definitely vibe with Stu on that level. One of the things that I was excited about, uh, Vic, about talking to you about, really, is a, it's a, in a lot more of a personal thing because in in my in my day job, mm. um. I work with youth. I work with youth as a, for a living, and I have 16 sites. I manage over 100 staff. I have literally over 1,000 families that are in my thinking process and care oh. and funding and streams and all that stuff. It's, it's a big undertaking, oh. and I love it. So me and Sir Love, they're in the same line of work, and I know that you also have a passion for, for youth. Um, yeah. Where is that stemming from? What's your mentality, as especially if coming from a male point of view? Because um, mm-hmm. I believe having good, solid males will help balance out the world. We can see definitely, that. We can see that now. Yeah, that's the definitely number one. That was the definitely number one for me. Is uh, 
displaying a different type of uh, male role model figure to these young people. They see the older guys. They see guys like myself in my age bracket, still in the hood, still making fast money, and they look at that as an option, like strongly. And if you show them, you know what I'm saying, I walk around with sneakers that drug dealers can't get. So, you know, they see that, and it's like, ah, you know what I'm saying, I, I can do what Vic doing too. You know what I'm saying? And that kind of like came from, you know, being in group homes as a shorty. When I was back, when I was a shorty, I would, you know, record on tapes in the, in the group home and whatnot to like kind of like isolate myself from everybody. And it seemed like all of my peers started to follow suit. And I was like, hey, you know what? Uh, you know, I can, I can be a leader in this here. You know what I'm saying? I kind of took that attribute and kind of like turned it into something that I could, uh, be a link chain the people that was being a link chain for me in that situation you know i had a mentor when i was coming up so i knew what you know being a mentor what having a mentor having a blended family what it meant to me you know what i'm saying i knew it was a lot of people following the same footsteps as me and i just wanted to be able to provide another uh, ex uh another extended part of the link chain to make to make it longer and, and i feel like as a man i have to do my part for the young generation that's that's really plagued on a whole different lot of things that we can discuss they life is really like a pile of gumbo full of surprises you know and and as a man that's still flourishing now in this generation i have to i have to display what i've learned and i feel like i'm, I'm not doing justice if i don't so that's why I, I've, I've been doing this line of work for over 20 years. And it's, you know, it's, it's rewarding to me to see change, you know what I'm saying, especially in an environment like Chicago. And that's what I focus on. I focus on exposure and change. And if we can implement those things in some, to some of the young people, they'll start to think different. They'll start to think that it, it is something outside their environment, literally, instead of, you know, visualizing on reality TV or anything or, or the music that they're, they're listening to. It's all, that's all they see. You know what I mean? If you show them something different, you know what I'm saying? You see results. That's, that's, that's pretty overwhelming to hear. Um, it's great. It's a great stance and I'm with you with that. We have a lot of work to do, but you yeah. hold down Chicago. I'll take care of Brooklyn. I'll take care. Uh, Kalina got my uh, with the red yeah. uh, cleaner. <laughs> I know where I need to come for a job whenever I move to the East Coast. I oh, dude, for sure. For sure. Yeah, dude. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm about to fire someone, so I hope they're not listening to this episode either. I, 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 know, I know what you did. I know what you did. Try to lie to me. I got you. I got you right up tomorrow. Word. Um, <laughs> Kalina. Word. I mean, I know that you're usually busy and you're working with kids, you're working with your own music, but on your downtime, who are, and it doesn't have to be a lot of people, but maybe one person, maybe one artist, who do you like? Who do you like to listen to, like, right now, currently? Who are you listening to now? I got a handful of guys I'm listening to no, right now, no. but if it's just one, I'm yeah. going to say uh, Cavalier. Okay. Listening to Cavalier on a daily basis right now. Cavalier, Iman Omari uh, combo. You know what I mean? I'm listening to those guys on a 
on a daily basis. Like it's not a it's not a day go by that not at least one Cavalier song is played. Okay, that's good. So you put us on. So now we gotta go check out Cavalier, right? No, we gotta. Yeah, Cavalier is hard. Yeah, Cavalier is cold. He's cold. Oh man, I'm surprised you guys not on. He's cold. Where? Shout out to Cavalier. Shout out to Cavalier. We're We're gonna have you on the show one day. Yeah, Uh, we'll we'll reach out to you. Um, There's been a big shift in in at least in my estimation, a, a really good one of artists and producers like yourself Rome Streets Danielson who we love Riggs mm-hmm. who was really impressive when we had him on in the last episode so check him out and he's a young cat and I, I walked away really really impressed with who he is just as a, as a person very fierce um, Crime mm-hmm. Apple uh, seems to be in every feature everywhere um, <laughs> he got that's the go- I, I wonder what his dog go- right now. I wonder what his going rate is because that's a, that's a, must be a pretty penny. Um, yeah. What's your thought about this new class of MCs and even producers like Dank Fifth, uh, Derringer? And what's your thoughts about it. this new shift? I love this shit. I love it. I feel like yeah, you know, this is what the gang was missing. Like for a long time, I felt like me and crack or you know select few other chicagoans was the only guys doing that kind of music you know what i'm saying in order to get that feel back i had to go back to the the 90s and get it you know what i'm saying all throughout the whole 90s i would have to get the feel of what this young vibe and this new generation of rappers bringing on the underground side i love it you know what i'm saying it, i think that the option needs to be a lot bigger when it when it comes to looking at everything on the table, you know what I mean. I I remember uh, an artist drawing all of these artists, and I remember posting it at the beginning of the year, saying that 2018 will be great again. I promise everybody on that list to uh, to myself, to Hus Kingpin, to Crime Apple, to Westside. Yeah, it was a picture. Yeah, it was like a drawing, right? It was dumb crazy. All of yeah. us were stepping up to the plate. Al Dufino, everybody stepping up to the plate and doing well and, and making the most profoundest music possible. And I, I'm glad to be a part of it. I'm glad to be able to uh, actually listen to some of these artists and they should be really dope. And it's like, ah, this is it right here. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad I can be able to have a song by me played after a West Side Gun song. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you can't, I didn't have, I, I ain't have like a person that, oh yeah, you can play that and then you can play a Vic Spencer song. Like it's not, uh, it wasn't nothing that synced with my music for a while. You know what I mean? Now that I got, now that I'm able to see these flourishing artists, I have no choice but to root because you know I'm right there with them. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm right there with those guys. So I'm, I'm, I'm broke. I'm, I'm broke, and I heard that they keep releasing <laughs> vinyls on London time. Your yeah. London time doesn't work with my East crazy. Coast time. I definitely feel you, and I, 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 you want me to stay up to go and then no. <laughs> so I get my boy money, Miss. Who always buys everything? I'm like, yo, just get two more. I'm gonna just quick pay you that. And someone sent me a goddamn Method Man vinyl. I still can't find the original pressing. I'll pay you top dollar. Just give it to me. Crush a lot podcast cheese. You can send it right there. Um, Vic, I ask everyone this. Kalina hates when I do it. 
It was cute the first time we did it, but it, it was not. But I, it's the running gag. I have to do it. Um, the serious question, Mr. Spencer. Um, if you could pick one beat in the pantheon of, of the hip-hop history, any beat you want, that best describes your love-making talents, what beat would that be? <laughs> <laughs> you see, I hate this fucking question. It's a great question. He he's never gonna ask it, answer it ever again in his lifetime because we do it different here in the Crush a Lot podcast. I'm curious. I'm gonna make a playlist based uh, on everyone's answer. I am. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Mint Condition. You send me swinging. <laughs> That's going on the playlist. <laughs> That's going on the playlist. I'm gonna make. I'm, or, I'm gonna record zero it's, silence. It's either that or uh, Barry White. There it is. He got a song. <laughs> it's a remix. It's a remix the called remix "There remix. It Is," and it's. Uh, I think it's called Alex. Some Alex remix. There it is. <laughs> Alex remixes. I had bought it off Amazon. I bought the single off Amazon. I had to have it. Uh, and man, it's either those two. It's like them, them shits is fire right now. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll, 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 I'm gonna have to go see this Alex remix. We're, we're now. gonna have to for sure. You were so specific. Now I gotta see it. Yeah, I was to. at some Steppers pub like a while ago, like <laughs> years ago, and they played it. I was this was before Shazam was existed. Oh, I had to shit. walk to the DJ. And ask them what that is. You know what I'm saying? And this was around when co- Coconuts was around. So I went to Coconuts and bought the Maxi single. And then some way, somehow, it ended up getting stolen. And then oh, I remember okay. maybe about eight years ago, I bought it off Amazon. I was happy to say, like, oh, shit. People don't know what Coconuts is, so you might want to let our younger viewers know what the hell Coconuts is. I know. I know. Yeah, co- now, Coconuts is, was the record store we used to go to <laughs> on a main on on a, like a commercial level to buy, you know, music. You know what I'm saying? Say if the mom and pop store sold out of the of the Rascals album, we went to Coconuts to cup to cop. You know what I'm saying? I did. They were always taxing too at Coconuts. Oh, they yeah. were always taxing over there. Oh yeah, yeah, big taxing. In, in, I know over I got taxed for the Philadelphia Half Life cassette. You know what I'm saying? I have, I think I have bought the the source where Dev, where Dr. Dre was on the cover, leaving Death Row, and the Roots album the same day, and I remember spending twenty bucks. Like that was crazy. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that that's old school. Going to the record store and listening to albums before you spend that money that you got. Yeah, and that's when Absolutely. we owned it. We were very picky, very picky. Yeah. Um, that's so where that's where Smile Kills My Demon came come in. You yep. know what I mean? That's yep. what, you know, that feeling. You get that exact feel. Yeah. If you're new to the show, thank you for checking out the show. We appreciate it. You can subscribe over on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, Podbean. And by next week, we'll be on Spotify. For all those Spotify people, we got, we're approved. We're in the system. And it will post by, by next week. And we're excited about that. <laughs> If you're new to Vic Spencer, do us all a favor and do yourself a favor. Uh, it, it, it takes zero dimes to go to Spotify and check them out. But if you do like it, then buy physical, buy albums. Yeah, you go to Bandcamp. You can go still to Bandcamp. Yeah. You go to Bandcamp. They take 10%. Yeah. You get it from Apple. 
they take 35%, so go buy it from Bandcamp and do it that way for you to get more money, uh, all that stuff. And then you wait London time to get the vinyls um, and get that too and then take care of it. Whichever way, send or send the money directly to PayPal. And they'll send you back. Uh, you have a lot of options, so there's no excuses. Check out Vic Spencer. I, you will definitely you, be happy. Did, was, you, was you able to cop the, the Ghostface album? From I, wa- I wanted the, the glow-in-the-dark one. And uh, I, I was sad, but yes, I did get a copy of it. I did get a copy, and I, I just yeah, got... some somebody spotted a surprise on the uh, on the on the Obi strike. Yeah, you know how dope does like the next releases. You you, you might see a you might see a new uh, oh, expensive album. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. See, uh, I'm gonna be broke, so I hope my wife is listening to this because this is what <laughs> this is all I want. Because the, the vinyl game is real. Uh, thank you, everyone, for taking out the show. Kalina, as always, uh, I appreciate you. We'll talk soon. Uh, next up, we have um, who is next up? Actually, we have a uh, Zilla Rocker out from Philly. Oh. Uh, <laughs> we have a uh, Will Gill from Hip Hop Root Crew and. Cause, Chris Plates over from uh, Dead End Hip Hop, and after that we got Jamal Gasol. We got Raz Beats, who did a song with Vic Spencer coming up in November. Raz. Yeah, man, what, what, we got what, a whole new joint. It's crazy. Oh man, I, crazy I love his style. Him. Love his production yeah. style. Uh, and if you're interested in hearing more music that we've been talking about, check check our our playlist. You can find that on Spotify now, and you can find us on Apple Music. And follow us everywhere on social media and you get all that stuff and you don't have to look for it. We'll send it to you. Vic. That's right. Have a good one. Peace. Thank you guys. Peace.